Attention fellow wedding photographers and fellow wannabe wedding photographers. Tell me if this sounds like you. You're scared of missing key moments on wedding days. You feel pressured to create photos that are quote unquote Pinterest perfect and Instagram worthy. You're nervous about all the different lighting scenarios that are out of your control and you're not sure how to handle them. You're confused on how to balance creating beautiful imagery while also capturing authentic moments and emotion. And you're worried about being in people's way way too often. If you're like, hells yeah, Sarah, you read my mind, then I'm here all excited and bushy-tailed, yes, I had to throw in the squirrel reference, to let you know that I've created something for you that will help you become a confident wedding day storyteller in just two weeks. It's an online program that I created just for you called Intuitive Storytelling, and it's officially out and ready for enrollment. I want you to take a moment and imagine for a second what life would be like if you knew how to be at the right place at the right time on wedding days so you can catch those key and in-between moments. You got emails back from your clients saying, you were the best freaking decision we made for our wedding. You also knew how to confidently create strong storytelling photos that people felt emotionally connected to. And you finally felt like an actual fly on the wall, aka people don't stare into your camera all day anymore. Well, it's all possible because I consistently experience these things myself. And now I want to help you make these possibilities become your reality. Are you all bright eyed and bushy tailed right now too? Again, had to throw in the squirrel reference, you know me. So listen up. You can get started on learning all my tips and tricks of how I document wedding days as soon as today. You can go to sarahmonica.com forward slash storytelling for all the deets and instructions on how to grab your copy of the course. You'll have lifetime access and you can go at it at your own pace along with a private community of other like-minded photographers that are on the same journey as you are. With intuitive storytelling, you'll be able to learn how to confidently storytell like a pro on wedding days in just two weeks. So what are you waiting for? Uplevel your storytelling game this wedding season so that next year you'll be watching your inbox filling up with even more inquiries. Hello referrals from this year's clients. So again, head over to sarahmonica.com forward slash storytelling and sign up now. I cannot wait to see you in there. I think if you prioritize in specific moments, kind of in order of what you're looking for, it'll be so much easier for you to create and faster for you to create on the spot than if you're like, ah, but I don't know like what, like what is my favorite thing to document? Is it the lighting? Am I a photographer that wants to prioritize composition or is it moments? Like first, just take the time to decide that now and just, just use your heart, use your intuition to decide that. Again, there's no right or wrong answer. And I mean, the beautiful thing about being a photographer is the constant chase for like the best photos we can create, right? And the best photos have all three, lighting, moments, and composition. But at the end of the day, you have to prioritize and pick in the moment what will be the most important in that moment, not just to use an artist, but also for creating the best photos and the best experience for your clients as well. When I first started my wedding photography business back in 2011, 
I made just $5,000 in my business. Now I bring in multiple six figures per year while working only 30 hour weeks serving my dream couples. I'm here to help you discover that it's so possible to have what you want, when you want in your business so that you can create the life you've always dreamed of and deserve. Welcome back to another episode where I'm excited to chat with you all about how to stop being indecisive while shooting. I see so many of you now posting that you're able to start shooting again and you're so excited for wedding season and shooting sessions and all of that. Um, And something that came to mind of remembering where I felt stuck a lot when I was first starting out or even like halfway through my career, it was like, how do I choose sometimes if I want to maybe do two things at once, but the moment's happening so quickly, how do I decide? Do I, do I go there? Do I go there? Or during a session, uh, should I take them to that spot or should I take them to that spot? Should I try that lighting or that lighting? Should I give this prompt or that prompt, right? There's so many decisions that we're constantly making. And so it's such a valuable skill for us to learn how to be more decisive as photographers. And I'm hoping that this episode helps you realize that it's actually a little bit more easier than you think to be more decisive. So I'm going to get right into it. So in order for you to be more decisive while shooting, there are two things that come in handy. Uh, Prioritization and using your intuition to guide you. So let me talk first about prioritization. Prioritization. I don't know why I couldn't say that word. Prioritization. It's kind of rare that I use that word, actually, now that I think about it. I mean, when do you ever use that word in a convo with your friends or something, right? All right. So prioritization. (laughs) So what I want you to know is every strong storytelling photo has three things, okay? Those are lighting, moments, and composition. So what I want you to think about is what is your priority when you are creating? Is it the lighting in the image? Is it the moment or the emotion in the image? Or is it the composition? There is no right or wrong answer here because every photographer, every artist, every human is different. Um, So yeah, there's no right or wrong answer. So now I'm just going to quickly share with you how I prioritize. So on wedding days, I always, always, always prioritize the moment first. And the way that I do so is first, I listen more than I observe in a way. So first I listen to the moments that are happening, okay? Then I position myself in the angle that is best for the light and the composition if I have time. So first, if I hear something happening, it's happening right now, I'm going to I'm going to rush over and like document it, right? And I in the, the moment I'm, I might not even care what the light looks like. I just want to make sure I got it, right? And then if it's still happening, that then I might move my feet. I use my 35 millimeter pretty much 90% of the time. And then I move my feet to move to the best spot where the best light is falling on them or the composition is better, okay? Then if there are no moments, I start with light first and then I wait for the moment to happen in that spot. Um, And I'm pretty much knowing that there's a possibility of a moment happening in that spot because I'm listening, okay? So again, I want you to start thinking in the sense of, when you're documenting wedding days, especially moments, right? Start listening more than you watch, okay? Because then you're going to be 
able to anticipate so much, so much more. Okay. So lastly, if there's nothing really going on, sometimes I compose the shot I want first, and then I hope that someone will walk through it and a moment will happen there, or maybe I'll get some kind of cool transition shot. Uh, So for example, maybe um, I know that they're getting ready, like someone is getting ready in a room and there's like a, a, an archway door that's kind of open and they're walking around in that room getting ready. Maybe I will step outside of that room and get my camera positioned in a way where I have the doorway open and all the lines are clean and sorry, not clean and crisp. They're straight, right? My horizontal lines are straight. My vertical lines are straight. And I have it framed in this cool framing shot, right? And then I'm waiting. Oh, maybe as the bride is getting ready through the room, she'll like walk through that kind of like archway in the shot that the way that it looks. And it'll be like a cool storytelling photo that has a really, really cool composition. So sometimes I do it that way, right? Um, So on sessions, I always prioritize because we can't really prioritize moments technically because we're actually creating them because it's not just the day naturally unfolding, right? On sessions, I always prioritize their experience. So in a way, it is like moments, um, but I think I I more or less prioritize how they feel, how much fun they're having, uh, because I strongly believe that the how they feel during the session is how they will feel connected to the photos. And the more fun they're having, the more um, connected they feel to each other, the more they will feel connected to the photos. So I always prioritize the experience. Then I look for the lighting spot where I can create that experience. So if we're at a beach, I'm just like, okay, so I want to create an experience for them. All right. So first of all, do I want to shoot backlit or do I want the sun to be directly on them? Um, and if I'm already decided the experience is them running through the water on the edge of the water, barefoot and like splashing each other, then it's like, okay, that's decided now. Do I want it to be backlit or do I want it to be, um, front lit maybe with the setting sun and that kind of like red golden hour lighting. Right. And then at the end of it, as they're like running through and I have the lighting that I want, I have the, the experience that I want them to have. They're having it in front of me. Um, that's when I'm composing, the images, right? And maybe I have them redo it and maybe the next time I compose it in a different way, right? So I hope that get, that gives you a bit of an idea. I think if you prioritize in specific moments kind of in order of what you're looking for, it'll be so much easier for you to create and faster for you to create on the spot than if you're like, ah, but I don't know like what like what is my favorite thing to document? Is it the lighting? Am I a photographer that wants to prioritize composition? Or is it moments? Like first, just take the time to decide that now and just just use your heart, use your intuition to decide that. Again, there's no right or wrong answer. And I mean, the beautiful thing about being a photographer is the constant chase for like the best photos we can create, right? And the best photos have all three, lighting, moments, and composition. But at the end of the day, you have to prioritize and pick in the moment what will be the most important in that moment, not just to you as an artist, but also for creating the best photos and the best experience for your clients as well. Okay, so the second part of learning how to be more decisive is your intuition, okay? And man, well, I'm, I'm so excited because I have my intuitive storytelling course coming out end of July 2021. Um, it's going to be freaking epic because you're basically shadowing me virtually on a whole 
wedding day and I take you through how I storytell and how I am so decisive and how I trust my decisions throughout the whole day. And it basically comes down to your intuition and I've trained it over time. And so just to give you a little bit of like a quick insight, quick tips on how to tune into your intuition, you can already start practicing this now um, before you dive into the course, because then you can kind of be even more prepared um, is, okay, so here are the two little tips. So number one, listen to your gut, literally, literally you, your intestines, listen to them. <laughs> so something really cool and scientific, right? Because I mean, a lot of times people are like, oh, intuition, that's so like woo woo, right? Um, there are actual neurotransmitters um, that are in your gut. So therefore, scientists have dubbed our gut our second brain, which I think is super cool. Um, so it's so important to notice those physical sensations in that area. So for example, if I'm documenting a wedding day and I have a feeling out of nowhere um, of like, thinking, oh, I should go into that room next, right? And I'm thinking in my mind, you know, I should go there because that's probably, and there's nothing happening here. So I should go there because maybe there's more action there. But if I feel kind of uneasy about that and kind of queasy, uneasy and queasy, eh? I don't know. I thought it rhymed. Maybe I'm a rapper. Uneasy and queasy. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, if I feel uneasy about it, I'm like, okay, no, I don't think that's the right decision. But if something, if my mind is like, go into the other room, but, and you feel excited and comfortable and at ease and you feel like, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like there's something there. Um, then listen to that and go into the other room. That's basically how I operate on all my wedding days. And it's just, it's worked wonders for me because I literally show up at the right time, right place a lot of the time. And it's kind of like you have these like psychic moments. It's actually so much fun. The more you train your intuition, the more you're like, shit, am I psychic or am I like making all this happen? Like what is like, it's kind of trippy. So that's, that's one the first tip. So listen to your gut. Okay. Number two, also make sure to capture the flashes. So what I mean by that is usually the idea of like you doing something intuitively comes in like an aha moment and it comes out of nowhere. And it's like a, a thought that hits you that's very strong, right? So for example, sometimes, you know, when you're about to leave your house and there's this like feeling of like, don't forget that extra hair tie. And then in your mind, you're like, yeah, but I already have a hair tie on my arm. Why would I need a second hair tie? doesn't make sense. And then you ignore it, right? And then later on, you're hanging out with your friend or something and everyone's like, oh, we're about to play volleyball and I forgot my hair tie. Does anyone have an extra hair tie? And then you're like, damn it. That's why I was meant to bring a second hair tie. You know what I mean? Like I've had so many of those experiences. You probably have had them too. Um, so it's those like aha moments that sometimes aren't logical at all. Um, but later they play out and you realize what they were trying to tell you. Right. So when it hits you, don't ignore it. Um, so sometimes it's like, for me, when I'm shooting a wedding day, it's like a moment of like, I need to walk there right now. And something just tells me and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go walk there right now. Or, um, you know what, I should bring this with me just in case, like maybe um, some sparklers or maybe um, an extra water or I don't know, something, something like that. You know what I mean? So that is how I kind of tune into my intuition a little bit more and you can practice it. Um, what helps me a lot is meditation is and not even like intense meditation where you're like meditating 20 minutes a day, every day, all of that, even just like meditating for a minute a day or three minutes a day helps you tune into that inner you and that inner voice and that inner knowing. 
And so you can even just start there and just search a YouTube video, one minute, three minute meditation, and just keep practicing that. And I promise you, like, you will feel so much more confident on wedding days and during sessions being decisive about, um, yeah, following your intuition and knowing where to go. And even sometimes during sessions, because I gave a lot of wedding examples, um, during sessions, let's say there's like, you go on a hike with a couple and then there's like the two paths that are like in front of you, like, which way do I go? Right. And maybe it's like, kind of like you haven't scoped out the scene. I mean, I rarely ever location scout because I love shooting, going with the flow intuitively and all of that. So if you're all, you're you're also someone that doesn't location scout, like I just listen to my intuition and it's like, okay, if I feel excited and comfortable and at ease to go to the right, I go to the right. If something feels off about going to the left, I don't go to the left and it doesn't logically make sense, but I follow it. Um, and then it always ends up working out so beautifully. So there you have it. So again, to recap, the two things that will help you be more decisive while shooting is prioritization and using your intuition. And remember, you need to prioritize. Um, what kind of an artist are you? What's your priority order of the following three, which create very strong photos? Lighting, moments, and composition. So decide that. And I hope that this helps you You know, up your game this year. Um, and yeah, I can't wait for you to tune into the next episode coming up. It's going to also be a really, really good one. So listen to this. It's an episode where I chat with my actual past wedding clients about what they appreciated about the experience that I created for them and about the photos that I created for them. So you're not going to want to miss this one because it can give you a ton of ideas and a new perspective on what to, again, prioritize when creating for your clients. Make sure to tune into the Shine Thrive podcast next week, Monday, when that podcast episode comes out too. All right. Have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. Yay. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and tuning into this episode. If you got value out of it, please feel free to message me on Instagram at Sarah Monica photo. That's Sarah, no H Monica with a K photo to let me know. I get so freaking energized hearing from others that what I've said has had a positive impact on their lives. Also, make sure to hit subscribe to the Shine and Thrive podcast to never miss an episode. I'm so grateful for you and I'm sending you all the productive vibes your way so you have the best week ever. Do you love shooting but hate the endless admin, culling, and editing that follows your wedding and portrait bookings? Yep, me too. In fact, if you're anything like me, you got into photography to get out from behind a desk. And yet, the irony is, the more you shoot, the more there is to do on the back end, which translates to more time spent behind your computer screen and less time doing what you love most, which is shooting. But the good news is I have a game-changing free resource that can help you break free of the cycle and cut down these precious hours by, guess how much? Up to 70% of the hours that you usually work. It's called my three-hour post-wedding smart workflow checklist, which as the name suggests, shows you my exact step-by-step workflow for getting all of these tasks completed in just three hours. Yep, that's right. Literally from backing up the photos on a wedding night through to delivering the online gallery to my clients in just three hours. Inside the guide, you'll find a detailed breakdown of exactly what I do and don't do 
in my workflow, how long everything takes me, what I outsource, when, and to who. This includes the editing service and gallery providers I use. Plus, tips throughout for streamlining the process even further that have been honed in over my 11 years experience in business. And P.S., the same process I outline in this guide is transferable for both brand and portrait photographers too. So I got you too. Do you need to see it to believe it? I don't blame you. Head to saramonica.com forward slash workflow to download a free copy straight to your inbox and join a crew of photographers working smarter instead of harder in their photography businesses. Sarah is spelt without an H and Monica is spelt with a K. So that's saramonica.com forward slash workflow and make sure to download this powerful free resource now.